Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored, presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening or watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And then, if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. All right, coming up today on the show, we're going to talk about the perfect ride to the space shuttle. The space shuttle? What do you think the perfect ride is? I know what it should be, but NASA, they don't got it. They don't got it. Artists can be dicks especially this one that I found, and I really like them now. Why I fear squirrels, and think before you eat, people. Think. Use that head of yours. Do yourself and your friends and your family a favor. Speaking of thinking before you eat, make sure you grab some Burns and McCoy. They got amazing hot sauce. I tell you all the time, amazing hot sauce. But they also have amazing salsa dressings. Mustards, Margarita Mix, Bloody Mary Mix. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business, and their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. Food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. They're available at all grocery stores in the front range, or you can check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. We got a delivery of produce, and there's a gnat that is just going in my face as I'm reading that Burns and McCoy spot and it's driving me nuts. I, there it is. How can I not get him? Anyway, that pisses me off. I hate gnats. I hate flies. My poor dog gets freaked out by flies. He's like the, he's a real tough dog, good dog, but he, he hates flies. It is like he'll, he'll run and hide underneath our bed because he's scared of the fucking, the, if somebody lets a fly in the house. I fucking hate flying things. I hate bugs in general. I'm kind of a pussy when it comes to bugs. I'll pick up worms and shit like that with my kids. But ultimately, I hate every second of it. I'm trying to be like, oh, it's no big deal. Meanwhile, I'm dying on the inside when I pick up a worm or whatever. I'm screaming. <sighs> this is so gross. Ew, gross. That's my, uh, that's my teenage valley girl. Ew, that's gross. Yeah. Girls don't sound like that anymore, do they? No, that was like a late 80s thing, right? I don't know. I've never actually met a, a person that talked like that. Anyway, let's get into some headlines. Let's go, let's go. And now... Here are the headlines. <laughs> All right, so NASA is actually looking for some new astronauts uh, for some new astronaut ground transportation. So when they go from their crew quarters to the launch pad, that's like a nine-mile drive. And they used to have like an astro van that they would uh, transport the, the, the astronauts from one place to the other. But now they're looking for something new. And they tweeted about it. And then I guess Oscar Meyer tweeted in response to that and said, hey, NASA, we got you. And they put a picture of the Wienermobile. And how epic would that be if NASA signed up for that and was like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's get that Wienermobile out there and go from the crew quarters to the launch pad, nine miles in the Wienermobile. Yes, that would be so great. And I'm sure Oscar Meyer would, you know, shell out a lot of money for that because that would be huge for promotion. NASA like poo pooed it and they're like, no, 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 no. 
We're respectable. We don't like wieners in our cars or car wieners. First of all, if I had an opportunity to drive the wiener mobile, which I know I'll never be able to do it because they take that shit seriously at Oscar Mayer, as they should. You don't want to let some random dude drive the fucking Wienermobile. But if I ever did, that would be awesome. I'd be honored. NASA. Oh, I'm too good. We're too good. We're too good to drive a wiener. Fuck you, NASA. And wise up, NASA. Wise up. There's a lot of money waiting on the table right there. Doesn't have to be the Wienermobile. You get something else out there. Get a Domino's delivery vehicle, right? Get a pickup truck with a Domino's thing on the top, right? Get all the astronauts just sitting in the bed of the truck like back in the day, right? Come on, man. Wise up. A lot of money. Corporations would be shelling out a shit ton of money to be a part of that. And speaking speaking of sponsorship money, start sponsoring the shuttle and like, Slapping stickers and logos all over that shit. You guys are running out of spacesuits for spacewalks. How would you get that sponsored? Have corporations shell out some of the money for that. The spacewalk is presented by, you know, Orange Julius. Is Orange Julius still around? It was never really that good. It was okay, but it was just not that good. Anyway. So you know you see what I'm saying, like Smashburger. This spacewalk is brought to you by Smashburger. Mmm, delicious. And then that that that's how you pay for it. It makes sense, guys. Start being like NASCAR and sponsoring everything. Slap a bunch of sponsors on it. That's gonna help pay for all this shit that you guys need, NASA. Jeez, so dumb. Could you imagine like it's the Batmobile? Like, you know, whoever owns the Batman franchises now, or just DC in general, they have like the Batmobile towing an Airstream in the, in the back. It's like, uh, oh, no, 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 no. I got it. It's a U-Haul. <laughs> it's like one of those U-Haul trailers and all the, so it's like you got DC and U-Haul with the sponsorship for the transportation. And then, you know, in the U-Haul trailer, you got all the the astronauts. That's perfect. You're welcome. Man, I should be a sales rep. <laughs> I should be in promotions. I am a brilliant. Anyway, all right. So that's what they should do. What they shouldn't do is do an ice cream truck. I think we can all agree on that. Nobody likes the ice cream truck. You start hearing that sound and people freak out and you start shushing the kids away. Because one, you don't want to overpay for ice cream because it's ridiculous how expensive ice cream is on the ice cream truck. Although I always seem to do it like once a year where, or a fine fuck the kids wear me out and I'm like, fine, let me go get my money if I have any. And then, and then, you know, you buy them some way overpriced shitty ice cream. But this last time, like the other thing that is the problem with the ice cream, they're, they're kind of the ice cream men that are driving them. They're kind of creepy. I'm sorry, not all of them, not all of them, just like 99 out of 100 of them, okay? The guy that we interacted with this last summer, I'm sure he's a nice person. I'm sure he is. Maybe he listens to this podcast. Until this moment, maybe he did. 
hair down to his shoulders, and looked like he hadn't. I'm judging. I'm completely judging. I'm judgy. Just call me Judgy McJudgerson. Anyway, hair down to his shoulders, looked like he hadn't combed it in like three, four days. And he talked like this. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a dick. I'm a dick. And he's like, where can I get you? I'm like, oh, like I, as a parent, I have my kids right next to me, panic shot through my entire body. And I was like, I already knew what the kids were going to get. And I'm like, she's going to have strawberry shortcake and he's going to get the SpongeBob. Thanks. Here's the money. Go, 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 go. And I shushed him back across the street to our yard where it was safe. <laughs> and I'm like, my kids are like, why did you, why did you do that? Why did you rush us over here? Sometimes daddy gets, you know, vibes on people. Okay. It's better to be safe than sorry. It's better to be safe than inside his little freezer in there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying you're small. Okay. It's creepy. There was a serial killer in the 60s that was an ice cream truck driver. I think his, what was his name? What was his name? Fred West. <laughs> creepy. I'm not saying you all are creepy. Just saying my interactions, yes. Yes, you are. Again, I'm just judging. Not right. I'm judging. I said, poor. You know what? Let's move on. Because I'm just making you mad ice cream truck driver who's probably going to now watch what happens today. I'm going to come outside and I'm just going to hear, he's just going to like slowly with his, with his music on just slowly, like staring at me driving like two miles an hour, not say a word, but make direct eye contact with me and slowly tilt his head. And then he's just going to wave. Anyway, uh, (laughs) A Danish museum lent an artist $84,000 for his art. They wanted to put have his art in their museum, and they would run it. The contract expired uh, would be from like now until the end of uh, January of 2022. So the deal was, you give us the art, we'll give you this money, and it'll help draw attention to the museum. So what did he send them? He sent them a bunch of blank canvases. Because it really wasn't worth his his investment or his time to invest all that time and effort with the amount of money that they gave him. And I don't know what all goes into creating the art, but he's just like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. Plus, he's all framing alone is really expensive. If you want to get good framing, it's expensive. He's all and I he's all, overall it's just not worth it financially for me. He's all they're they're not going to buy anything anyway. So he sent them blank canvases. And he said, I've created an art piece, which is maybe 10 or 100 times better than what we had originally planned. What's the problem? And he's right. He's right. This guy's name's uh, Jens Hanning. And, and I'm, I may be pronouncing his, his name incorrectly, and I apologize. But so he's right. By him creating these or you know framing these blank canvases and sending to them which they've hung up because it's part of the contract cuz he's calling it art which by the way he's calling it take the money and run he is generating more publicity for it, the museum and i would be willing to make a bet 
that the museum will actually profit off of this more so than if he had, you know, took some time and created some quote unquote actual art. But I think it's brilliant. It's kind of funny when you think about it to frame a blank canvas because you could look at a blank canvas and actually sit there and go, this is a representation of life as we know it. And blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, they could sit there and pull some shit out of their ass and be like, oh my God, yes, I'll pay a million dollars for this. So a lot of people are going to go see it because they want to they wanna be a part of it. One, they want to see it. Because they actually put those blank canvases next to some of the art that he had done prior. So you can kind of see what he can do and, and whatever. And I guarantee, listen, if I was in the area, I'd want to go see it and just so I could get my picture taken next to it. So I, I, I would bet that the, the museum actually profits off this. So they're looking to get that $84,000 back by the end of the contract at Janu- in January. But I'm curious if that actually ends up happening because they're getting more publicity out of this. Very interesting. And the stones on that guy to try that. Only an artist would think of that. Be like, you know what, no. I'm going to frame blank canvases and I will send it to them and I will say it is called take the money and run. And then I'm sure he could pull out like five minutes of interpretation if he wanted to on what a blank canvas represents. But kudos to that guy. That's <laughs> that's stones for you. All right. A squirrel stored thousands of nuts inside a man's parked truck in North Dakota. He has a Chevy Avalanche. And he goes to get in the Chevy Avalanche, and there's like thousands of black walnuts from this red squirrel that was just piling them up there, getting ready for the winter. It's everywhere in the engine, inside the body, everywhere. If you're a mechanic listening to this, you know that there's like all these like little places it could be. That's what happened. Like it's anywhere that the squirrel could access, he's like he's shoving nuts in there. So the guy spends all this time taking off panels, doing everything to try to get all these black walnuts out. Like there's buckets upon buckets and buckets of these black walnuts. And then he was driving his Chevy Avalanche the like a few days later, turned, and he's like, you can still hear some of the walnuts inside the car that I, he's like, I just can't figure out where they're at. Fucking squirrels, man. I hate squirrels. So I told you before, I have a fear of squirrels. I feel like that anytime like there's one somewhat close to me, I feel like it's just going to jump in my face and like try to claw my eyes out. They got those little tiny sharp claws and it freaks me out. Somebody's using a goddamn wood chipper behind me. Told you that would happen. Son of a bitch. Anyway, so the, the we are having that cookout, that barbecue in the in the neighborhood a few weeks ago. And as I'm sitting under our tree eating my burger, all of a sudden I hear the the leaves rustling and the branch above me kind of moving. I look up, and there's a motherfucking squirrel staring at me. It's like three feet away. And it's like slowly kind of jerking and moving because, you know, they, they kind of do that jerk movement as they come closer to things. And I'm like, motherfucker. And, and I'm like, I get up, and I'm like, oh, nope, no, I'm done. Nope, not going to be right there waiting for you to jump on me. Oh my God. I hate squirrels. 
and he was making eye contact me with me, like trying to dive deep into my soul. Pretty sure squirrels are spawns of the devil. That's what they are. Just cute little fuzzy little demons that are running around our neighborhoods. And I hate them. I hate them. Don't like them. Our neighbor Jeff has a peach tree and part of it comes over into our yard. So he's like, anytime that there's some that are over in your yard, go ahead and pick them. So I was out there yesterday. I'm like, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Grab one that was like, oh, you could tell it was going to be a beautiful peach. And I turn it and there's like all these little fucking bite marks in it from the goddamn squirrel. I'm like, you I'm not, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to eat that with that demon bacteria on it from a, from a evil squirrel. No. I hate squirrels. I don't know what I'm going to get. If I eat something at a squirrel, I probably have done it anyway, but it's disgusting. I hate that. I, oh. There was one time when my wife and I had an apartment. We lived on the second floor, and I was going up the stairs, and on the landing between the first and second floor, there was a squirrel, and it was staring right at me. And I was just like, I get up like two steps and I make eye contact with it. And I'm like, nope, fuck it. I'm going back to my car. Waited till the squirrel left. Don't want to get jumped in the face. Because you know it's just going to claw the fuck out of me. I don't know how many, if there's ever like squirrel attacks in the world. Let's see if I can Google squirrel attacks. Squirrel, this is real. Squirrel attacks. Ooh. Squirrel attacks in 2021. Well, yep, it happens, guys. Can a squirrel attack you? Yes, but it's rare. <laughs> if it's going to happen to somebody, it's going to happen to me. Okay? I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be a statistic. Okay? The guy that gets attacked by the squirrels. What happened to your face? Oh my God. Dog? No, it's a goddamn squirrel. Anyway. Everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? I do because I have used that before. I love getting deliveries from Total Beverage. It's super easy. And my neighbors across the street, they do it too. It's very cool. And did you also know that they do curbside pickup? That's also available. That's awesome. They also do online wine education classes. So stop by on 104th and Thornton and on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. You can always find weekly deals and events and even drink recipes at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. And our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, so I got a guy. I got a guy. I do got a guy. His name's Jimmy. Jimmy gives me the odds, okay? I don't bet, but Jimmy still gives me the odds on certain things. And I thought that the stuff that Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy gave me this week was amazing. Jimmy uh, works with betonline.ag, 
And he was giving me some some odds because Tom Brady's taken on his former team, the Patriots. So Tom Brady works or plays for the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is 68 yards away from breaking the all-time passing yards record. And the odds that they have right now are are who will catch Brady's record-breaking pass. And I just thought this was interesting. Rob Gronkowski is a 7-2 odds to to be the guy that uh, catches it. Then you got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. But what was funny and interesting, and I thought would be completely epic if it happened, is if Tom Brady caught his own pass. And those are 50-to-1 odds that he would do it. And I thought that would be so cool. And it could happen. Don't think of it as a 68-yard pass. Think of it, he's only 68 yards away. So it'll be chipping away, chipping away. That could be a deflected ball at the offensive line. And he could catch it and dive for two, three yards. There you go. That's how he does it. How cool would that be? I'm sure it won't happen. But how cool would that be? But it is funny, too, that Vegas always thinks of these type of weird scenarios be like it's possible it could happen 50 to 1 odds that's good I guess I don't know I don't know anything about gambling now uh, what's also funny is because there's always that debate is it Tom Brady that was great or was it Bill Belichick when when the Patriots were just destroying the NFL and owning the NFL for all those years who was it was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick well I think we're all leaning now towards it was Tom Brady some of you might actually disagree with that, but that's okay. That's a, that's an interesting debate. But here's what the odds are on what will happen after the game. Will they hug or embrace? Two to one odds on that one. Shake hands only. Only professionals. I don't see Tom Brady and Bill Belichick only shaking hands. But you could do a shake hands and a hug. That's two to one odds. No touching. The odds aren't good on that one. And then only a high five. That's 20 to 1 odds. <laughs> also, they got odds on the first coach to be fired this year. And this is interesting, and I'll tell you why that relates to you here in a second. But they got Matt Nagy, Joe Judge, Urban Meyer. I could see him being fired. Mike McCarthy, Vic Fangio, the Broncos. I, as of right now, I don't see that happening. And then, of course, Bill Belichick, 100 to 1 odds that he could get fired. And I would actually take that one. I, and I don't bet. Could you imagine if there were odds on you losing your job? Think about that for a second. I'm sure there's some dickhead in your office or that you work with that's like, ugh, I wish he'd get fired or her get fired. It's probably Todd. Todd's such a little fucking dick. Always sitting in the back corner judging people like they're ice cream men. (laughs) But... Could you imagine if your job allowed it so publicly people could bet on if you got fired? What are the odds that you lose your job? What a mind fuck that would be to go, oh, geez, the odds are like, like if you saw it, because like this, this stuff will change as the season goes on and as the year goes on. Could you imagine if you roll into work on Monday or whatever day and you see, oh, the odds just came out. Scott, you're number one on the list to get fired. You know, that's what people think because you suck. Fuck, seriously. What a mind fuck that would be. Then you'd have to use that as motivation 
to, you know, grind and do better. Now I have people that I used to work with that are um, out there making it known because everything gets back to me now. Everything gets back to me now. Of people wishing that I would fail. And that's fucked up. Because they're still bent on the fact that I left. And that's fucked up. People, don't wish that upon anybody. Oh, I hope they fail. I hope they fail. It's fucked up. Don't do that. Because that's eventually going to come back to you. I am a believer in the power of the spoken word. And my wife gets mad about that. I remember when our kids were super little. And she's like, oh, today was a great day. <laughs> no temper tantrums. Be like, why did you say that? What do you mean? Oh, God. Next thing you know, five minutes later, temper tantrum. Boom. I blame her. I blame her. Oh, we haven't had any issues with the car. This has been great. Then next thing you know, a week later, uh, the car explodes. Yeah, happens all the time, guys. But you know what I mean. Power of the spoken word. Somebody says something, you're like, fuck, you just jinxed us. This is essentially the same thing. <laughs> I'm also a believer in karma. I mean, I ultimately don't like to make fun of people for their weight because I know that that can, anybody can gain weight very easily. And it's not, it's very, it's so easy to gain weight. It is very hard to lose weight and maintain weight. I don't like to make fun of people for that. I don't like to make fun of people for, uh, lack of education and stuff like that. I joke, like on this about the ice cream man. Those people I do judge. Okay, do judge them. Okay, I'm just I'm an open book. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, yeah, God, that would be that would be so trippy if there were odds on on you. Oh God, what are the odds that he's gonna fuck up today? Ooh, odds are looking good. And that'd be in your head all day. And then next thing you know, you drop like a, you know, something on your foot. Be like, aha, pay up, motherfuckers. <laughs> all right. A record-breaking catfish was consumed before it was verified. Yeah. So these guys in Connecticut, they caught a 21-pound catfish. And I believe it's a white catfish is what they believe that they caught. Well, the previous record, world record, was like 19-some-odd pounds. They caught a 21.3-pound fish before it was even verified. These guys decided the next morning after catching it, I'm going to give this to their grandfather, and the motherfucker ate it. And they're like, we're not doubting that it was the weight, but we didn't get a chance to, the record people are like, we didn't get a chance to examine it to make sure that it was the white catfish. Sure, it's 21.3 pounds, yes. Excuse me. But we don't know if it's actually that. You don't fucking give it away and let somebody eat it before it's officially verified, you dumb fucks. Now they're all mad. Oh, I can't believe that they think it's okay to do this to somebody. It's such an embarrassment. No, you're an embarrassment for being that dumb. If you catch a catfish and you think it's a world record holder, you don't just go, ah, good. All right, 
Here you go, Grandpa. Eat the catfish. So thank you, little shit. Oh, this is delicious. Yeah, what an idiot. Those guys are just dumb for that. You don't... Don't go around saying that you got a world record thing and just like you have nothing to prove for it. Here's the bones. I dug them out of the trash. What? Come on. Fucking idiots. So dumb. You know what's great? Since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to TerrapinCareStation.com or visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. Whether if it's one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin. Not just because you love weed, but because at Terrapin, weed loves you back. Terrapin. Flower to the people. You're going to go around saying Terrapin, flower to the people. Anyway, all right, so uh, putting a bow on this thing. Let's go back to the beginning. Uh, NASA, come on. Wise up. There's there's money all around you. I want to see the astronauts in the goddamn Wienermobile. That's it. That's all I want to see in my life. That's it. That's the pinnacle of my life. Sure, I have two kids and a beautiful wife. But to really put the cherry on top of it is I want to see astronauts in a motherfucking Wienermobile. Okay? Okay? A gang. Make a special one. doesn't have to be the, you know, Wienermobile. Maybe it be an astronaut one version. And then put sponsors all over that shit. Come on, man. Come on, man. Art is a matter of opinion interpretation and i highly highly respect the artist uh, <laughs> who who gave a danish museum a blank canvases and framed them and that was just brilliant love it i still don't trust squirrels okay they're a bunch of dicks that hide their nuts in anything and everything they can find and ruin vehicles and uh, they will claw your eyes out it's not likely to happen but it can happen. We learned that today. It can happen. Also, there's some weird fucking odds. And thankfully, the odds in Vegas don't revolve around you or I losing your jobs. Because how fucked up would that be? And also, if you think you got a record-breaking catfish, don't fucking eat it. Wait till somebody examines it and gives you a certificate that says, yes, you did it. Congratulations, you dumb fucks. <laughs> and don't cry after the fact. Come on, man. All right, thank you guys so much for listening to Duff Uncensored. Again, make sure you hit that subscribe button, then share it if you're able. Thanks so much to Burns and McCoy. Check them out at burnsandmccoy.com. Thanks to Total Beverage. Go to totalbev.com. And Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Oh, I love uh, Blake Street Tavern. So good. And thank you so much to Terrapin Care Station, terrapincarestation.com. That's spelled T E R R A P I N, carestation.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>